more than 11,000 Palestinians just over a month and created a humanitarian disaster. Israeli officials have said this work months or even years. Have you communicated to Prime Minister Netanyahu any sort of deadline or time frame for how long you are willing for Israel in this operation? Are you comfortable with the operation going on indefinitely? And is there any deal underway to free hostages? Thank you. Yes, no, working backwards forward. Look, I have uh, been deeply involved in moving on the uh, hostage negotiation. Um, and uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself here because I don't know what's happened in the last four hours. But uh, I have uh, we've gotten great uh, cooperation from the Qataris. Uh, I've spoken with them as well a number of times. I think the pause and that is really that the Israelis have agreed to uh, down to well, I'm getting too much detail. I, I know, Mr. Secretary, I'm going to stop. The, uh, but I am I am mildly hopeful. I'm mildly hopeful. All right, everybody, welcome back on this Friday. Joe Biden, witless wonder. Somehow, some way, he always seems to outdo himself. He's always. He can always outdo himself from the previous time. You have somebody that's supposedly leader of the free world that's up there apologizing to Mr. Secretary because he is accidentally spilling the beans on the plans that the U.S. has. Uh, now, whether he actually knows the plans or not, whether he was supposed to say anything or not, uh, the fact that he is not smart enough to know when to say something and when not to say something and when he starts getting into it, I am sure because he looked like in the video, he was looking right at him. They were probably sending him some kind of a signal to shut it. <laughs> he ends up apologizing. I apologize, Mr. Secretary. I've said too much. This guy, I, I can't, I can't say it enough times. I wouldn't hire this guy to be the floor cleaner at McDonald's. And somehow we got this moron in the White House. I mean, he can't even do something as simple as go to a Q&A session and not screw up something. You know, if, there, if, there's no, if there's nothing on the teleprompter, he's screwing up. And a lot of times, even if it is on the teleprompter, he's screwing up. And this is the supposed leader of the free world. Really makes you wonder. Just... Wow. Anyways, I thought I would throw that one in there for today because it was just, uh, it's one of those moments, you know, you just, more, it's always something. Always something. Um, All right, I, it happened late on Wednesday night that, well, this happened. Hold on, let me get you one second, one second, one second. 
Now that was in front of the uh, DNC. That was uh, pro-Palestinian protesters calling for a ceasefire that that quickly got out of hand, and the police had to step in to try to calm everything down. Um, six police officers were injured in that entire in that uh, situation there, uh, and it's it's been very quiet since it happened. It happened Wednesday. I'm recording this on Thursday. Uh, the Democratic Party. Uh, they're pretty silent on the entire situation. They don't have much to say about it. Mainstream media is pretty quiet on it. About the only people that are paying attention to it at all are us on the right side. Yeah, it's another another insurrection type of demonstration by the Democrats or people on the left that they're going to bury and want to keep very quiet and turn a blind eye to it because it's okay that they did, they're doing that when you had Congress people in there. Uh, it's okay that these people are outside doing that. It's okay that they injured six police officers. Now, some people were arrested, uh, but that's not the point. The point is, is that if we're going to treat everybody fair, if it's, if it's an equal, uh, equal justice system, then these people need to be treated the exact same way the people on January 6th are treated. And we all know that that's not going to happen because, uh, it's just, unfortunate but we live in a in a society where you know for the left the ends justify the means so they are not uh, interested in prosecuting people that are supporters on their side so they'll just probably get a slap on the wrist or whatever and be let go but they did attack another just like they did that pro-palestinian um uh, demonstration where they took over the halls of the capitol building you got the same same thing going on here. You, you got them attacking the DNC. I mean, this should be major news. These should be major stories. It should be everywhere. I think everybody should be outraged and shocked by it. Uh, but at the end of the day, because it is people that are doing it in the name of liberalism, in the name they're on the left hand side, then they get a free pass. You know, it was just like during the riots. People are burning down buildings, and, and it's all good that they're rioting for George Floyd, and they're burning everything down, and they're, they're destroying cities, and they're attacking police officers, and that's all okay. We're going to turn a blind eye to it. As a matter of fact, Heels in the Air Harris was so okay with it. She was even advocating to make sure that they bail people out as fast as they can so that they can get back out there and keep causing more chaos. So as long as you're doing it for their side, and it's for one of their causes, they're okay with it. Problem is, it's backfiring. The system's backfiring on them. They've created these little monsters. That little girl that was in there yelling and screaming like a lunatic that they've turned on it. We need a ceasefire. And they're these people that say that they're for life and everything. I, I don't know if I believe uh, Democrats are for life and peace because uh, Democrats are uh, pro-choice. And uh, they are happy to see babies get slaughtered. So I can't say that they're pro-life. But uh, uh, she seems to think that they care about people's lives. Um. You created that little monster that's out there yelling and screaming and freaking out because you're not doing exactly what they tell you to do. You're, you're, you're upset because we are not controlling another country. Yeah, I mean, we can talk with Israel. You can have whatever talks you want. Uh, at the end of the day, Israel's going to do what's best for their country, and they're going to protect their people the way that they see fit to do so. I don't think Israel's doing anything wrong in their actions. There is a terrorist organization that came across the borders attacked people, killed people, took people hostages, killed innocent civilians and babies, children. Israel's responding appropriately. 
because you guys are all little pro-communist, pro-terrorist organizations because they have raised you that way. These these uh, blue states and the system that we have, the education system has raised you guys to be sympathetic towards the aggressors, towards the monsters. Well, now the Democratic Party it might be starting to feel the pain of it because you've raised them to be that way and now they can't understand why you are not responding the way that they believe you should be responding, the way that you have been teaching them that they should respond. Uh, so this is what you get, a group of pouty children that are on the wrong side of history here, uh, yelling and screaming, and, and now they're attacking their own. So, all right, moving on. Joe Manchin's been saying quite a bit now that since he's retiring, I guess he just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> I guess you get to that point like, hey, if I'm retiring, I can pretty much say whatever the hell I want to say now because it's, I'm not running for office and it's only been speculation that he may make a third-party presidential run. Uh, he's saying what he feels like saying. A um, couple of things that he came out to say, which I found interesting during an interview with NBC uh, News on Wednesday. He said that while American drilling has gone up, it was difficult to get the deal done and that the Biden administration had to allow that to happen because Congress forced them to do so, pointing out that uh, they had to strong arm Joe Biden into doing more drilling here in the United States, uh, which is important because obviously you see the problems that we're having overseas and we've used up our strategic oil and we're on the brink of world war three and they're trying to, they're finally trying to start to uh, stockpile it and bring it back and it's been a mess. We should be energy independent. We shouldn't be relying on anybody else. We should be doing everything here. We should be manufacturing here. We should be doing our own drugs here. We should do everything as much as we possibly can here so that if any kind of a war did pop off with any of these other nations, maybe we would have a little bit of inconvenience here or there with certain products. Uh, but overall, we are self-sustaining. Right now, uh, we are a slave to the world. That if everything goes down, most people are going to struggle to get their normal prescriptions for drugs. Gas prices and oil prices are going to go through the friggin' roof. Uh, most products that we buy, we don't make here. You're not going to be able to get them in the world. I mean, it would be a massive disaster if anything like that happened. Uh, and it, it's taken it's taken an act of Congress to strong strong arm the Biden administration into doing at least one part of it, which is. Uh, allowing more drilling here so we could get uh, we get more manufacturing here in the United States. Um, he further went on to say that he believes that we do need to bring all that stuff back here. I mean, Joe Manchin can say whatever he wants to say. Uh, during the same interview, uh, he argued that if Biden had got his Build Back Better legislation passed, he said, and I quote, it would have basically thrown us into a recession, if not a deep depression. So, uh, I mean, we knew that. I don't know how many Democrats were paying attention and knew that, but to spend the additional six uh, trillion dollars that Joe Biden wanted to spend, you see what's happening with inflation. You know, these are these are basic. This is basic stuff here. You know, you you can't keep spending at the levels that they want to spend at. Had they been given the opportunity to spend that additional six trillion dollars, you just keep de devaluing the dollar. Yes, we would have went into a recession. Yes, we would have been into a depression, if not into hyperinflation and just have completely annihilated our currency and our country. You just cannot do it. The reason that they are able to get through a lot of these packages, the reason that they are able to do what they do, 
And this is from people on both sides because it takes two to tango up there. To get a bill passed, you can't only have support from one side and none from the other. You have to have a certain amount of support from both sides to make it to, to pass this. Um, and the problem is, is that most people, they don't pay attention. And if, and, and if they do pay attention, maybe they lack the education and they don't understand the process. They don't understand what's happening if they agree with everything that they're doing. Or they are for what the ultimate plan is here. Yeah, yeah, you can only be so stupid. Uh, you can only be so, uh, you, you can only not pay attention for so long uh, until it just gets to a point where we all have to agree that uh, most likely they are in agreement with what the Democratic Party is pushing, what these people on the left are pushing. You know, basic, this is basic stuff they used to teach you in school. I don't know what they teach in school anymore, but obviously it's not that. Uh, these kids nowadays, they don't understand the economy. They don't understand how things work. You are spending more than we are bringing in. Our debt continues to rise. We are overspending on on all kinds of garbage, wasteful spending. You know, we have we can easily spend three and a half trillion dollars a year and keep up with it tax wise, and it's not a problem. But they don't want to spend three and a half trillion. They want to spend six or seven or eight. Uh, if you look, if you listen to AOC and her her Green Deal over the course of ten years, they want to spend a hundred trillion dollars. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, which is why it doesn't pass, uh, because they want to flirt with the idea. They want to push it to the very limit and spend as much as they can. They want to enrich themselves as much as possible, because believe me. The reason they're spending the money that they're spending on the programs that they're spending them on is because somehow, some way, it is benefiting them. They're not just doing it just to be good guys and help everybody out. We're going to help you out. We're going to give you money. We're going to give you money. We're going to give you money. Everybody gets a little money, a little bit of money. We're all just helping. No, they're doing it because they're getting they're getting something out of it. Whether they're getting re-election so they can stay in power longer, or they're getting kickbacks, they're getting parts of these companies, they're able to, on the low low, get a side shell company going, money's moving overseas, money's getting longer, they're getting enriched by this. They're gaining power, they're getting money, they're doing it to help themselves. We are the ones paying the price for it at the end. I, I can tell you that as bad as the economy is right now, there does come a point where if you make a certain amount of money, is it a little bit of an inconvenience that the price of everything is up? Probably. But you, it doesn't impact you the same way that it impacts us, everybody else here down on the bottom. Okay, I can tell you, if, if you're making, say, five or $600,000 a year, the groceries costing 30% more than they usually do, it's probably less of, an, less of a problem to you and more of an inconvenience than anything. Where if you're making $50,000 a year and your groceries are costing 30% costing 30 more, that's a massive problem and you're going hungry because you can't afford to absorb that additional cost. So for them, all these people at the top that act like they know you and that we're buddies and I understand you and pat you on the head and we're on the same page and we all love each other. Hey man, we're with you. We understand. No, you don't understand us. You don't understand us at all. You're spending out of control. You don't care. You make millions of dollars a year. You don't care what the cost of food is. You don't care what the cost of a new car is. You don't care what the cost of repairs are. You don't care what the cost of energy is or the cost of gas because you're not feeling it the way that we're feeling it. So they'll continue to do it and they get away with it. 
because of low educated people that do not understand and they are just ideologues. We we go for the Democratic Party because we have been raised to believe the Democratic Party is for the working class people. Therefore, without doing any deeper uh, um, checking into it, without studying it, without uh, analyzing it, without challenging it, we're going to support you in all of your efforts, no matter how bad it hurts us, no matter how much more I have to pay, no matter how hard my life gets, I will blindly support you because all you, all I know is, since I didn't even bother to try to look this up, all I know is you're for the working class people and I'm the working class people, so you must be doing the right thing. That's how all this crap happens. Joe Manchin's 100% right. Would we have been in a recession? Sure. We're already teetering on a recession. We already, we already met the textbook definition of recession, even though the left wanted to fight against it because they don't want people to see it that way because it's viewed negatively and it's going to hurt everybody during election time. But we already met the textbook definition of recession. It's already been We've already been there. Depression? Uh... When you're facing the type of inflation that we're facing, uh, we are in a recession slash depression, however you want to look at it. What is What I think any responsible person in Congress is trying to currently do is they are trying to hold off hyperinflation. You see our interest rates are through the roof. And they're doing everything that they can to try to get us back to a 2%, which is a healthy economy, uh, and they can't do it. And the reason they can't do it is again, if you know, understand economics, well, you can't do it because you're still spending too much. See, the point is you spend less, they raise the interest rates. That's what I was saying about burning cash. You've listened to me for any amount of time. You know what I'm talking about here. Burning cash here, burning cash. Okay. Yeah, they bring it in, they burn it. There's less in circulation. Your dollar stays strong. We're, we're, it's, it's a balancing act. But everybody has to do their part. The government needs to spend less. The interest rates go up. We grain, We pull the cash back in through these rates. We burn the cash. The dollar stays strong. Everything balances back out. You cool inflation off. It all kind of works together, but everybody has to play their part. The problem is the government continues to spend. They continue to raise rates trying to keep up with the government spending. It's a remedy for disaster because eventually it just gets away from you. You can't do it, and bam, hyperinflation. And we're all done. Manchin was right. I think we were closer to going into hyperinflation than a depression. And a depression... We can get back out of. Uh, it takes some time. It takes some rebuilding. It takes some intelligent people to take over. Uh, a a, a uh, hyperinflation. Good luck. We're all done. You're all sitting. If you're sitting at home and you think to yourself, and for the average working person, hey, I got twenty five thousand dollars in a savings account. And for your average working man, that that's good. You got. Hey, man, that's wonderful. Most people go check to check. You got $10,000 saved up. Hey, you're doing better than most. Most working class people go check to check or have, uh, I think the statistic is have uh, uh, less than $1,000 in a savings account. So if you have some of that kind of money put aside, believe me, pat yourself on the back. You're actually doing a good job saving money. Okay. Uh, but if you went into hyperinflation, your $10,000, gone. It means nothing. <laughs> it's sad, but it means literally nothing at that moment. Uh, your money just turned into just useless paper and we were closer to that than a, than a depression but Manchin it is interesting now that since he has no fear uh, and he is not interested in running for re-election probably because he knows that he can't win I think a lot of these people when they start to bow out it's because they 
they get a feeling, they get a sense, they understand the community around them, and they start, they know when their time is up. I've done too much, uh, I've been too controversial, uh, it's, it ain't gonna happen. I'm all done here. Uh, so he's calling it quits, and uh, now that he's calling it quits, he's saying only what everybody on the right knew, and hopefully since he's saying it on a left-leaning media, or a left uh, a, a leftist media outlet, or a left-leaning NBC, uh, maybe some people that need to hear that are hearing it. Now, are they taking it for what it is, or are they just calling him some kind of sellout? Who knows? But hopefully they're hearing it, understanding it, because that is what it is. You know, he's dropping the goods on you. He's letting you know the truth, that their plans suck. But Joe Biden had to get forced into give it, producing more oil so that we have more energy so it's better for us. Know that he is telling you the truth. If you listen to that, he is actually telling you the truth. He just doesn't care anymore, which is kind of nice in its own way. <laughs> at least at least telling the truth at some point. I mean, you got to be honest at some point in life. Why not on the way out? You're you're retired. You got plenty of money. You can just go sit at home now. If they hate you, if they like you, who cares? You just go home and you retire in your little community there. I'm sure you're surrounded by people that are kind of like you, so it is what it is. Anyways, that wraps up this week. Friday, uh, I got something funny, or funny. I got something fun for, uh, I've been working with all kinds of people. I'm, I'm, I'm a just a disaster lately. Uh, anyways, uh, the week after Thanksgiving, when I come back, you will notice, uh, I got a whole revamped, uh, intro, outro, everything. So if you come back on that Monday after Thanksgiving and it does not sound like it normally sounds, just wait and listen, you have arrived at the right location. We're just trying to get everything to the next level here. So be on lookout for that. In the meantime, we are doing a short week next week. I will be taking a holiday off with everybody else. Uh, eating turkey, hopefully going into a coma, and, uh, <laughs> and taking the weekend off. Uh, but I hope you enjoy what you're hearing. I hope you enjoyed the week. If you do like it, uh, spread the word. Tell somebody. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to one of my social media uh, accounts. Send me a message. I will respond. Have a blessed weekend, and we will do it again on Monday. <laughs>